Check, check, one, two, one, two. This is Mark J. Kelly, and you are listening to the Dopeness Only Podcast. Thank you for tuning in this evening, this day, this morning, this afternoon, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I appreciate you listening to the Dopeness Only Podcast yet again. Um, I really, really, really appreciate anybody who's been following this journey and been rocking with me from week to week with this. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are some, y'all the dope. You know what I'm saying? Y'all the dopeness. Y'all the dopeness only. You know what I mean? Um, as usual, this episode is brought to you by our sponsors, www.dopenessonly.com, where you can find the king, queen, um, definition hoodies, shirts, crop tops. Get your king and queen dad hats. Um, we also have some artwork on the site, so definitely check that. Um, yeah, and make sure you shop dopenessonly.com. All right, so now that we're done with that, you know, one of the things that's been on my heart uh, for some time is, is, is you know, we I, I started this, uh, one of the, the, the earlier episodes was like the startup motivation episode. If you haven't heard that, you should definitely um, check that out if you're looking to start a business or start a project, if you're looking at um, creating something, whether it be art, a blog, become a photographer, a model, a makeup artist, or anything else. You could be trying to be a teacher, a therapist, whatever you, whatever your chosen profession is. Um, yeah, there's a lot of great tidbits that I go into on that episode. Um, you know, really kind of get you up and going. Um, it's definitely something to listen to any day you're feeling down, you're feeling like you don't know the answers, you don't know why you start, and you don't know how to start. Um, I, I definitely get into that um, a lot. But, um, you know, I say that to say this, you know, today I am I, I am graced by the presence of a very, very dope individual. Um, this queen here is uh, a luminary in her own right. You know, she uh, a couple of years back started uh, blogging. She's a fashion blogger. She goes by the name of Reeston Unique. You can check her out on uh, Instagram at Unique Style Platter. Uh, unique is E-U-N-I-Q-U-E. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just I thought to have her here um, on the Dopeness Only podcast was only right. Because I'm going to tell you, if you when you get a chance and you go look at her Instagram and you know you check out her blog, you know, you're going to see some of the, by, by far, um, some of the best put together looks for women you know she, she her her whole modus operandi is to you know show women how to style and and and, and wear you know simple looks in complex ways you know and f- how to work different types of pieces into your outfit outfits how to take risks uh with your hair with your shoes with your bags with your, your blouses your coats like you know and she does it in such a a, a graceful and classy way um, you know, and, and, and you know, not for nothing, she's not bad to look at either. So it definitely, you know, makes for good, for good media. Um, you know, but with that intro, you know, I, I definitely want you to kind of take it from here, Reese, and, and, and kind of give the people, uh, a, a, you know, tell them who you are, what you're about, you know, why you're here, um, and, and you know, and, and why you do what you do. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate that. Um, my name is Reeston, and my middle name is actually Unique, spelled with an E, E-N-I-Q-U-E, like Mark said. And uh, you can find me across all social media platforms as Unique Style Platter. And basically, how I started. Well, I felt like, well, let me just take you to a little bit. Can I take them a little bit further back? Yo, go right on ahead. This is your time to shine, baby. I am a dark-skinned female and shout out to the dark skin queens out there shout Even out to you guys we do love the, the caramel queens and the butter pecan Ricans and the butter pecan <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm about to start singing method man lyrics but you know all, all shades are welcome just you know we're not gonna get into colorism today all but um, beautiful basically yes you all are beautiful and uh well basically you know my my a little bit synopsis of of my background is I used to you know, suffer really bad from low self-esteem and I didn't think I was beautiful because in my younger years, you know, 
my complexion wasn't the thing, you know, and, um, it took me a long time to realize how beautiful I am. And, um, one of the ways that I made up for me not liking my outer appearance was to dress and the, what made me feel better was to go shopping and to put different colors together. And I just always liked to dress because it made me feel better about myself. Um, anyway, I guess because I was so colorful, I would say, mm-hmm. I would get a lot of compliments like, oh my gosh, I would never wear that. You remember, I don't know if you guys remember, you remember Saconis? Yeah, yeah. I had a pair of Sac- New York classic. Yes. <laughs> I had a pair of Saconis in college and uh, my friends that may be listening, they will tell you. I had the pair that started off one color and ended off another. So it may have started off purple or yellow mm-hmm. and ended off another color. Yeah, I remember those. So I had those, and I rocked the mess out of those in college. And I would always get compliments like, gee, you always dress up, or you always wearing shoes. And I would never be bold enough to wear those Saconis. And, you know, I didn't understand. It was really annoying that people would say that to me because I just thought I was normal at the time. Like, to me, that was normal. But it was normal to me because it was like my, um, well, how would you say it? I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to say right now. <laughs> like, I'm following Basically, you. Basically, it, it, it made me feel good about myself. So it was there like my go. therapy. It was my own personal therapy. So I didn't understand what they saw because I was looking at it as something different. Anyway, with that being said, um, as I, you know, gotten older and my confidence level, uh, I learned to love Reeston and I learned more about Reeston and uh, my confidence level basically expanded and, and grown and, and, and I realized that my style is different and you know, the sky's the limit. Like I, I, I don't wear things according to what people like. I wear things according to what I like basically. Right. Right. So what you say your style is different. Like what, what would you say is so different about your style? Like what makes it different? Uh, well, basically I don't focus on just name brands. Okay. You have some individuals that only wear name brands or you have some individuals that only wear a lower brand and they don't really mix it up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm colorful. Like I'll wear yellow or I'll wear bright red. I'll wear stripes and I'll wear polka dots. And mm-hmm. I feel like I do things that some females don't realize they can do. Right, I take right. risks. I like to take risks. That's why I feel like my style is different because I like to take risks with it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, um, but the crazy thing about that, you talking about, you know, different colors is that what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, if they look at the color wheel, Mm -hmm. you know, they'll realize that there's certain colors that really interact and whether you're dark skin like me and you, or, Mm -hmm. you know, you're a medium tone or you're lighter, fairer skin, you know, there's certain colors that really work for for you. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like with us, you know, brighter colors, you know, yellows, pastels, greens, oranges, they Mm -hmm. really mesh well with people who are darker. And then, you know, people who are are lighter tend to really freak it with like earth tones, nudes, things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like you really got to, you know, when you're trying to develop your style and create your style, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the the, the best things to do is really look at the color wheel and see what colors are going to complement you best. Mm -hmm. You know, because I think one of the things, and I know you can speak to this a lot, um... A lot of women trouble, you know, struggle with trying to figure out like what color uh, lipstick to wear mm-hmm. or what colors eyeshadow, things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think y'all, you know, everybody kind of has the whole getting crazy colors on their nails or have gone through that phase already, so they've played around with that. But I don't feel like I've seen people kind of take that and extrapolate it to other style choices, like you know, picking patterns or blouses or things mm-hmm. like that, different colors to kind of rock out with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. You know, you were saying like you know, you, you, I remember you had this um, this one picture where you was you did like a crazy pattern class. You had like a polka dot top and like striped pants. Like you know, it, tell me about that. It was like this black and white thing you was doing. Like, <laughs> so what was that? I'm basically uh, learning to 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 step out of the box, and I'm learning to mix print. Okay. Mix and print are fun. I don't feel like everything should be matchy-matchy. My next thing is 
mix in patterns. Okay. So first it's print, and then it's pattern in terms of color. Because that's still, to me, even though it was polka dots and stripes, it still matched because it was black and white. Okay. I played it off a little bit with the leopard print clutch. But Ooh, that's edgy. That's interesting. Yeah, but I played. I still played it safe because it was all black and white. Okay. But anyway, so um, did I answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how I started blogging. So I used to get questions like, um, and I still do. You know, I grew up in church and in college and, you know, friends, they would ask me to shop for them. Oh, come with me shopping. I need you to help me pick this out because you're so good with this. And Mm -hmm. um, how do I look at this? Well, come, can you redo my closet? Because I need you to do this. So I need to, I have shoes that I've never worn because I don't know how to wear it. Or I have jeans that I don't wear with tags on it and I don't, because I don't have anything to wear it with. Mm -hmm. So what I found myself doing with my friends were I would go, I would go through their closets, their closets and create outfits from what they already had. Right. So you have the moms that had children and feel like they can't look a certain way because they're a mother. Yo, that's so crazy. Yo, I hear stuff like that, yo, so often like, oh, I'm a mom now. I can't wear this. I can't wear that. And it's like, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. Or you have, um, I don't want to label anybody, but you have like maybe the church girl that feel like they can't wear this because they're a church girl or you have the, the conservative corporate woman that can't wear this because they're a corporate individual. So my because I used to get a lot of those questions, at first it bothered me. Like, why is she asking me this question? Mm-hmm. I had somebody ask me, uh, they had an all-white dress. They asked me what color shoes would they wear. Right. And I really thought that was strange, but then I realized that I'm so... I guess my style is so out of the box that they would come to me with that type of question. So but, and, so and, while we own it, what would you wear with an all-white situation? What kind of shoes would you wear? Um, it depends on the style of the dress, but I would wear a pop of color, like purple or yellow, okay. royal blue, anything that will pop just like the white. Okay. And um, so... Once I realized that I was a person of influence, because people would so often come at me with those those various questions, mm-hmm. um, I tried to figure out a way where I can make an income off of it, but also help the ladies at the same time. Get that hustle on, I see. So <laughs> I started off as a wardrobe consultant. Only you know, it's in funny Brooklyn. you said that because when you was talking about. Everybody coming to you. My first thought was like, "Yo, why don't you be a like a, a personal shopper or something mm-hmm. like that?" Like that sounds like that makes more sense for you. It does make more sense, but I get annoyed real easily. <laughs> so okay. a lot of people don't know that I used to design clothes as well. I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. I used to design clothes, and it was called Unique Fashions, but yeah. it wasn't like it was for basically like the church woman. Okay. So I would design like basically church outfits. So you know how to cut sew all that. I don't know how to cut and sew. I had a seamstress that worked for me, but oh, I knew okay. how to draw really well. Got it. I'm an artist as well. And um multi-talented. Yes. So but what an- I get annoyed by people because if I'm the designer cuz they fucking stupid now so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't call them stupid. No, but I'm just being If I'm the designer and you come to me and say, "Listen, I need something for this occasion. I'm going to design it for you. You came to me because you like my style. Right. But when you come to me and you say, I need this for this occasion, but I need this tucked in here or this bow here or this here, then I'm not designing it. You're designing it. So why don't you take it to a seamstress and create what you want to create? Well, I mean, you know, some designers do work like that, you know. Yeah, but I don't um, work like that. But that's not your, obviously, that's that wasn't not, your... That wasn't yeah, my thing. Yeah, and it annoyed me. So I kind of stopped that and put that to the side. Okay. Now, if someone asks me to do something for them, depends on the person, I might just do it for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um... You know you sound mad bitchy, though, right? Like, oh, I get annoyed easy. Well... I'm just fucking with you, but nah, I'm <laughs> getting hard time. I'm definitely not a B, but, um... So I decided to do just stick to wardrobe consultant, but I realized that I'm only keep limiting myself by going to from closet to closet in my borough, or maybe Manhattan, or maybe Queens. Uh-huh. I wanted to expand. I wanted to 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 my I wanted my name to be on a bigger scale. I wanted to reach more women. Right. So 
I'm like, well, how can I do that? And I started researching bloggers, mm-hmm. uh, hair bloggers, uh, skin bloggers, leg bloggers. Leg bloggers? Well, any type of blogger. <laughs> any type of blogger. I started to research them, and literally, I would spend nights, like hours at a time at night, from maybe 10 o'clock at night to like 4 o'clock in the morning, studying their 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 patterns or studying their ways or how they made money and 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 researching and I and I try to implement that on what I like to do. But how did you find time to do all that while you know obviously keeping a, a regular day job and you know trying to figure out how to pursue your passion? Like how did you manage that? Well, I'm a mother. I put myself on a schedule. So um, at the end of the day, my house situation comes first. Mm-hmm. So I put myself on a schedule. What I would do is um, make sure that my son was straight first. Mm-hmm. How um, old is your son? My son is now 16. Okay. So, um, okay, so I'm going to start off at the end of the day. I would come home from work, cook, make sure that the house was taken care of first. Mm-hmm. Then um, I might like maybe watch something on Netflix and, and take a little nap maybe and I would get up at like 12 o'clock at night every night and stay up to like 3 o'clock in the morning mm. maybe studying or, or doing research and then go to sleep wake up go to work and then do the same thing it was like a repetitive situation Okay. until I was satisfied until I got the information that I needed because I'm the type of person where I, I, before I step into something I kind of like to know what I'm stepping into Right. you know so um, that was like my pattern. So okay, that's a lot of dedication there. You know what I'm saying? It's, like putting def- yourself on that type of schedule. You know, it takes a lot of discipline. And yes. Oh, how, how how did you keep that up? Like, was it just pure passion? Was it just like raw desire, or was like like what was it? I think it was know, a little bit of both. Pure okay. passion, raw desire. A lot of nights where my friends would call me, "Can you go out?" No, I'm not going out because I'm thinking about the future. Right. I'm thinking about this is something that I really, really want to do. I think people don't really, some people still really don't know what exactly I do because I'm still in my beginner phases. Mm-hmm. But, um. But, like, I, I'm listening to what you're saying. I hate to cut you off. It's okay. You know, you're digging into something really dope right now. But, like, you know, when you're talking about um, that, that pure passion, like, wh- when was that moment? When you you knew that this was it, like this was the thing, because I feel like a lot of people, like how you said, like a lot of people don't know what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't know what they're doing, <laughs> and they're trying to figure out, like, what am I good at? What matters to me? You know, and like you you mentioned a minute ago, that um, you know, you're trying to find a way to to, to make you know an income and reach more people. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people desire that, right? Like we're in the age of entrepreneurship, where you know, everybody has a side hustle. Everybody's making some moves. And, you know, shout out to all the side hustlers, all the entrepreneurs, everybody out there moving and shaking and trying to make a better life for themselves. Um, but, yeah, like, it's 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 definitely a challenge. And, and, you know, I think most people don't get started because they don't even know where to start. And I know I even in my Startup Motivation episode, I told people, it definitely starts from within. Like, you make that decision. Like, one day, you got to make the decision. Like, yo, this is what I'm mm-hmm. doing. Um, but, like, what was that process like for you? Like, okay. when did you know that, like, blogging and, and, and fashion was, like, your thing? Other than, like, you know, you're doing the the, the, the designing for, like, the church woman. Like, what what was, like, what was, like, that, that moment for you? All right, well, don't get me wrong. I do have a lot of down moments where I doubt myself. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's self-doubt. Not because I can't do it, because... But, but it's more so where I don't think I, I'm good enough. Mm. And you definitely need a support system. Like, I don't understand when people say, I don't need a friend. I don't need, um, if, if you're a female, I don't need a man. If you're a man, I don't need a woman. Like, you definitely need some sort of support system. And um, I'm grateful for my friends. You guys know who you are. That... When I didn't believe in myself, they, no matter what, well, some, my friends called me Rara, but they would say, Rara, you need to do this, or Rara, you need to do that, or or Reese, you need to do this, or Reese, you need to do that. Like, this is in you, you need to do it. And and even though they said it, if I didn't believe it, like you said, if I didn't believe it within myself, it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. So 
with that being said, because they were my strong support system, once I believed it for myself, that's when I was able to like take off and say, listen, I'm ready to do this. I'm just going to step out on faith. I'm going to do this and it's going to work. Yeah. I may fall a few times, but it's going to work. Why? Because I'm not going to let it not work. Right. So I guess that was like my, my point. And then, you know, I would meet people on Instagram before I actually started blogging and they would tell me, listen, your style is different. Like you're real dope. Like, what do you do with that? You know? And I didn't really, I was just like, oh, you know, I'm just Reese from Brooklyn. And they're like, no, you have potential to do this. You have potential. To, and these are perfectly, these are perfect strangers. Right. So I'm getting the support from, you know, my loved ones. But then I'm getting, I'm also getting support from perfect strangers. Right. Which um, pushed me to okay. start. So. Nah, and that's dope because, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. Because, I mean, you, you were, were blessed enough to have... You know your 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 friends and family, you know, your loved ones, as you said, to support you. But a lot of people don't have that. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I, I I always say, and I and I teach this in a lot of my my classes and such is like, yo, your friend your friends and family don't love you. Like, a lot of times your support system isn't going to come from people that know you. It's going to be from people who never met you a day mm -hmm. in your life. And you gotta like respect that. Like you gotta embrace that that fact and just say like, yo. Regardless of who support me or who doesn't, you know, I'm going to do this because this is what is right for me, you know. And I always tell people, like, you know, beg, um, <laughs> caskets don't come with bunk beds, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, everybody's out here waiting for somebody to support them and show them love. And it's like, yo, you got to just support yourself, mm -hmm. you know. Um, uh, another thing that I did, I'm sorry to say, nah, but, nah. But, but cut you off, but you said something that, tr that triggered my thoughts um it's okay like i'm i'm so used to just sticking to, if i'm feeling down about you know what i want to do if i'm feeling not motivated i usually just like stick to myself it's okay as a beginner in whatever your goal is or whatever you're trying to do it's okay to reach out to people so like mark said you may not have that support system or you may not have somebody to reach out to you but if you see somebody in your niche or if you see somebody doing something similar to what you want to do and they're already doing it, it's okay to reach out to them and say, hey, listen, um, I see that you're doing X, Y, and Z. Do you have any input on, I'm, I'm starting X, Y, and Z. Do you have any input, input on mm -hmm. or suggestions on what I can do? And that's the beginning of a new relationship. Right. So it doesn't necessarily have to be because... Uh, I'll use myself as an example, Stylish Rebels. I'm just, you know, Stylish Yo, Rebels. Shout them out up. to Darvell and Sion. Shout out to them. Thing. That's the family right it was there. In Mr. Refine Magazine, <laughs> first issue. You know, they definitely, you know, the, the, the fam. You know what I mean? The fam. Check them out. Check out Stylish Rebels. But um, basically, I met them through um, Terrell Shaw, another, another person. In the industry, the fashion industry. By the time you finish, we're gonna do like a hundred shout know, outs. I know, I know. I'm, I'm not gonna shout <laughs> no, out that, everybody. That's cool. No, it's cool. I'm it's not cool, gonna shout though. out everybody, but that's definitely the yeah. immediate fam. And um, but we basically, you know, I met them through fashion, basically, and we just developed a relationship where we, we you know, we listen. You can do this and this and that, and and, and I'm the same way with them, and that. I guess you can say like um, workmanship. I don't know what the uh, what I'm, the word I'm trying to use, but basically that developed into a friendship, mm -hmm. which developed into like a family ship. That's what I call us, family, family ship. ship. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, but we're we're there for one another. We support one another, and like if I'm doing something, they're there for me, and if they're doing something, I'm definitely there for them. No questions asked. So you may not, it may not be someone that you knew for years. It could be someone that you met last week, and then For you real? know, it, it, it you know it, it just take you take it from there. Even with Mark, sometimes you know I remember I was working on my website one night, and I just so happened to be speaking to Mark, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I deleted my website, and then he found some information for me to help me get it back, you know, and I didn't know Mark for a hundred years, but it's just those relationships. It's, it's okay for you to reach out to somebody. Don't be afraid to reach out 
out of your comfort zone to somebody else that's already doing it, even if they're five countries away or five states away. It's okay. Because you the people that are already successful in the niche that you're doing, you, you would not believe how helpful they are and willing to help you. They are. No, definitely. And I always try to tell people, you know, you got to definitely reach outside of, of your norm and your normal circle because... You know, you, you got everything that you could have gotten from that circle through, you know, the, the life you've lived thus far. And if that hasn't gotten you where you want to be, mm-hmm. then, you know, you got to start doing something different. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, trying to get a different result. So if you sit here going back to the same group of people, the same network of people and expecting something different to happen for you, you know, the likelihood of that happening is low, you know, slim to none. Not to mention, you know, the other side of the game is that, again, like these people may not support you, not only, you know, not not even to say like they're haters or they don't, you know, I, I joke and say friends and family don't love you um, as a euphemism to help you understand, like, you know, your first supporters aren't necessarily going to be people close to you and, and to get you comfortable with that fact. And it's because they don't they don't know what you're doing. They don't understand it. You know, they aren't from that niche or they mm-hmm. aren't from, you know, they didn't grow up doing this, you know, cause a lot of time people looking for, you know, the elders to give them like that seal of approval or, you know, your best friend or, you know, your roommate or something. And, you know, the crazy part about transformation and changing your life is that, um, not everybody's changing with you, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to understand that everybody's not coming along for that process and for that ride. But that doesn't mean that they don't care about you. It doesn't mean that they don't, you know, they don't think highly of you or whatever. It's just that they're just not at that point where, you know, maybe they don't want to start a business or they don't want to become an artist or they don't want to put that work in to, to grow themselves. And that doesn't make them bad people. You just have to be smart enough to recognize where you are with those people and what they're doing and mm-hmm. what they're not doing and where you fit in that spectrum. Because otherwise, you know... It's You'll, a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice, and it's this constant cycle, you know, of feeling like I'm not being supported or people don't fuck with me or whatever. And it's like, nah, it's not that. It's just they just not ready for themselves. So how are they going to be ready for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I definitely had to make a lot of sacrifice, like no parties and, and my friends calling me to go out and do this and do that. I'm like, no, listen, I'm studying. I'm focused. I, I'm trying to do. You're doing A, but I'm trying to do B. And guess what? I'm going to do B. And if you feel like our friendship is not a friendship, then you were never a friend. But if you understand what I'm doing, then you're definitely still a friend. Right. And I'll see you when I'm ready to see you. You know what I mean? I mean, no shade, but that's just what it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think there's even a sense of even have to say no shade because... You know, at the end of the day, you got to take care of you. Because if you don't take care of you, no one's no, at, no one, one else, else is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but like in terms of like what you were saying and that, you know, you had to make sacrifices. You ain't party. You know, you, you had to kind of reevaluate your friends, your circle and such. But how did that go? Like, you know, like like what tips do you have for somebody who may be going through that process right now and, you know, feeling like. You know, they 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 want to they want they still want to have their friends. They still want to have their circle. You know, and they don't want to lose people. You know what I mean? Like, what, what are your thoughts on that? You're gonna lose people. You're gonna lose people. You're going to lose people because it depends on the level of friendship. But um, I had a friend. We are very. We were like family, basically, like cousins. And you know. It wasn't even me about it wasn't even about me building my business. You know, my grandmother was sick. I was taking care of her. I was off of work for a few months and and she felt like I wasn't paying her any attention. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, but you're not like my man or anything like that." And me, I'm not a selfish individual. I'm not saying that she's selfish, but I'm not a selfish individual. So, I automatically apologized. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm sorry." And then um one of my best friends my best friend brought it to my attention. Like, listen, Reese, you were going through this. You were going through that. You can't, you know, effing pay her all the attention that she want. And I tried to rebuild the relationship, but, you know, she just, I guess, felt abandoned by me and we just don't talk anymore. You know, it, I get sad because she was like one of my riders. But listen, that's a sacrifice I had to make. And you're going to lose some friends along the way. 
but it depends on how serious or how far you're willing to go with what you're trying to build. No, I mean, I get what you're saying. Um, real talk, people need to get the fuck out of their feelings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really, I don't really have like a nicer way to put it. And you know, I know it comes off as harsh, but like for real, like like case in point. Mm-hmm. If you know, like I know you mentioned you had a son, or you know, a little while ago. You know, would any of your friends ever legitimately say, "Oh, well, you know"? You always taking care of your son, you know. Why you can't come hang out? Or they gonna say, "Oh, you always going to work. Why can't you come hang out?" So why are people so inclined to say, "Oh, well, you always working on something. Why you can't come hang out?" You see, where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like again, you gotta kind of continue to assess and reassess those relationships. You know what I mean? Because not only will you lose, um, you know, friends, but you're gonna lose lovers too. You know, you're gonna have you know, somebody who you might think is the love of your life and, you know, it, it, it's tough because you're going to have to make a choice. You know what I'm saying? And that that person is not supporting you wholeheartedly, to be quite frank, it's a dub. I mean, you know, do you got a bae? Like, what's your, what's your life like? Like, how's that been for you in terms of <laughs> trying to, you know, maintain them type of relationships? Well, I don't think one has to do with the other. But, um... You know, the reason why I was single for a certain period of time was because well, I was single, so you're not single no I more? mean, well, <laughs> I am I'm just single. saying, you know, people, <laughs> no, the reason why I'm I'm, asking, I'm saying that is, you know, people listening probably trying to figure out, like, how do you juggle, you know, a love life, a social life, mm-hmm. you know, family life, if they have kids, you know, while they're working, like most people who are entrepreneurial you know, that's not their, you know, they're, they're, they're not just entrepreneurs. They have a day gig, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, you know, like, 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 how did you manage? How are you managing? Well, like I said, well, started to say before, um, I, did, I wasn't really, you know, maybe like a few years ago or whatever, I wasn't really ready for a significant other. Why? Because it wasn't really because I was building my brand. That's a part of it, but, but I was building myself. Okay. And um, I don't think that I could have gotten into a relationship if I wasn't really like, if I didn't know myself or if I wasn't really, not really happy with myself. Mm. You know, I didn't really have anything to offer anybody in a relationship. I didn't know what I could offer in a relationship. The qualities may have been there, but if I didn't know they were there, then it wouldn't have worked out. So That level of self-reflection is pretty lit for the record. Thank you. I just... um, A lot of people aren't willing to have honest conversations with themselves like mm-hmm. that and admit to themselves, like, you know what? I don't really have it all together right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's so much pressure on us to always get it right, you know, mm-hmm. from friends, family, society as a whole, you know, depending on your culture. You know, you come home every holiday. They're mm-hmm. like, when are you going to have some babies? You know, when you getting married? When are you going to settle down? So, you know... There's always a lot of pressure Definitely. in some families, you know, and in some people's social structures to, to, to have somebody. And, you know, like you said, you got to make sure your whole house is in order before mm-hmm. you can even entertain that. Because otherwise you're just going to leave a whole bunch of heartbreaks in your mm-hmm. way. And even with that, like a lot of my family members are married with children and the houses. So, like, even with like holidays, sometimes, sometimes I stay away because it makes me sad a little bit. But. If I knew I wasn't ready for that, I wasn't going to force myself into that, if that makes sense. So anyway, so no, I don't currently have a bae, but, you know, I'm open now. I'm ready now. I know myself. I know what I have to offer. And um, how how would I manage it? The person that I end up with would have to be really special because I'm a lot. Okay. And what I mean by that is um, I'm spontaneous and sporadic. And sometimes I get in my moods where I really don't want to be bothered. But sometimes I'm in the mood where I really want to be bothered a lot. And he would have to be like driven himself. And uh, he doesn't necessarily have to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. But um, understand me like what I do like you know he does his thing I do my thing we come together we do our thing together you know we may even start something together I don't know but um 
as long as we have like an understanding, you know, he would definitely get whatever attention he needs. I would not leave that off on the table. You know, he would definitely get the attention that he needs, but I would hope that he would understand the person that I end up with will understand that, you know, I'm building a brand for myself and I'm building like my own empire. And I guess, you know, once we become together, we will be, he'll be a contributor to that and we build together. So do you feel like you could be a contributor to what he's doing too? I mean, Oh, definitely. I mean, well, I don't know who he is. So, (laughs) but like what I'm saying is if he is, building something then i'm definitely i'm i'll be his like a 100 supporter like i'm definitely supported i might even put myself to the side sometimes to make sure that he's straight that's just the type of person that i am which is a gift and a curse but um oh definitely definitely okay i mean you know a lot of times people be feeling like it, it got to be one or the other, you know, like it's if I'm doing my thing, I need somebody, you know, a lot of times people feel like when they're in relationships and they're entrepreneurs or they got businesses that um, they need to be the one supported. So it's like, you know, like, 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 like I remember I was talking to somebody once and I don't know if I still feel the same way about it, but I used to say like, yo. An alpha male can't be with an alpha woman and vice versa. They have to be with somebody who's more of a support role. You know what I mean? And the reason why I say that is that two people who are just so strong-willed, unless one of them or both of them realistically, it really, really has to be both of them, have it within themselves to kind of be submissive or be able to be supportive at times then it's never going to work because some people who are are, are, are drivers are also very selfish Mm. and you know whether it be by the nature of what it is they do or how life what, what life is thrown at them um so when you're talking about being able to build with somebody you know it can become tough because you know, somebody has to play that support role. Like, you know, I know a lot of women who don't want to have children because their careers are are, are, are first in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I know from from talking with some of them, they they feel like, and or some of them don't even realize that it hinders their their relationships and their romantic lives because you know there are guys out here who you know let me say there are guys you know they're meeting guys who want to start families and they don't they're like nah i gotta get this money and that's fine but you know i think it's tough like you know i always joke that you know women like that need like a nick cannon to to their mariah carey right Mm -hmm. like you know a dude that worships them and is willing to just be there for everything (laughs) you know to be the steadman to the oprah type (laughs) of situation you know what i'm saying and you know obviously we have enough um, examples through through history of you know women that stood by um you know their man while a man built the empire mm-hmm. you know but you know what I'm getting to is you know it, it, it's it's I rarely do we see you know the 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 Martin and Coretta's or the Barack and Michelle situations you know and I'm like how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel like as an, uh, you know, a strong woman yourself and doing your thing that, you know, you, you could find a way to, to find that balance because, you know, dealing with men, you know, and their egos, it's, it, you know, the male ego is such a fragile thing, you know, and the reason why it is, is because, you know, we're not, you know, men aren't taught properly, you know, some men are, you know, you know like if you come from a good family with good values, you know, most guys generally get, those guys generally get it. But, you know, the rest of us, you know, unfortunately, a lot of us come from, you know, single parent households and, and so, so, so forth, you know, and we, and we miss that, that layer of, uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for? You know, the, the affirmation, the, the, you know, the, 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 the parental, um approval if you will you know Mm -hmm. a lot of us you know especially in the social media generation you know we're all approval seekers we're being turned into approval seekers right like everybody's posting stuff to see how many likes it gets you know what i mean and people complain about posting more positive things than other people or 
what have you. And it's like, oh, I didn't get this many likes. Why didn't this get likes? Why doesn't this get the attention? When, you know, we all know that negativity sells, you know, and that's always been the case, unfortunately. But, um, you know, we're, 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 you know, when it comes to the male ego, you know, we don't, unfortunately, the, the toxicity, the toxicity of, of what masculinity has been historically hasn't put men's self-confidence and self-esteem in areas that actually matter or make sense, right? Like everything is about, in every aspect, like the bigger man, right? Like literally, like you can go in every category you want to come up with. Everything's always about being the biggest, most dominant, you know, lion in the jungle, right? Mm -hmm. And with that, when we're talking about relationships and, you know, business, you know, even if we get into, you know, the, 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 the quote unquote traditional, which is ridiculously outdated, you know, we start to talk about how income um, factors into like gender roles and things like that in relationships. Um, a lot of guys can't really handle when, you know, the woman is quote unquote better than, than him, you know, like. What makes a woman better than a man? Well, <clears throat> better is, you know, for lack of a better term. But, you know, like, well, she makes more money. Mm -hmm. You know, she's, quote, unquote, more successful in whatever we're measuring success by. You know, whether she has a higher position at her job or, you know, she started more businesses than him or whatever. Like, whatever you want to call it. You know, she got a bigger house than him before she came. he came into her life. She got a better car than him. Like, you know, and it happens. Like, you know, and that and all of these things are all material, you know, superficial things, ultimately. Um, but, you know, I guess what I'm trying to get to is that how do we have, how do we get more men comfortable with being the Barack to a Michelle? And how do we get more women more comfortable with being a Michelle to a Barack? And what I mean by that is, you know, they're, for anybody who knows their story, you know, realistically, Michelle was out of Barack's league mm -hmm. when they met. Like, you know, she was doing her thing and Barack was still trying to pull it together, you know. And then she took a chance on him and realized that his hustle, you know, was what it was. And I think that's, the, you know, I almost answered my own question. Yeah, but, but, but it depends on, it depends on, first of all, uh, as far as alpha and alpha uh, the male and alpha female, it takes work. If you're not willing to work on and at a relationship, then it's not going to work, period. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Um, and I, it, it also depends on what level each individual is at and, and how far they're willing to go, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, you have like, okay, so would you say Jay-Z and Beyonce are alpha and alpha? Yeah, I definitely, I would definitely say that. Okay, yeah. so, but Beyonce is doing her thing and Jay-Z is doing his thing. But Beyonce supports Jay-Z 100% and Jay-Z supports Beyonce 100%. So, it works hand in hand. So, like, I'll use myself as an example. You know, when I was doing research on different bloggers or fashion bloggers or whatever, I realized that a lot of them have a business relationship with their man. Okay. So, for example, um, one might be uh, the blogger, and then and then her man might be a photographer. He might be a photographer for many other people, or artists, or or celebrities, or whatever. But he's also her photographer. So right. that that works hand in hand. So like he, she's supporting him and what he does, and as she grow, he's grow, he grows, and then she he's supporting her and what she does. Right. And I know another um, Marshy. Actually, mm -hmm. she's a makeup artist and her man is a DJ and an artist. Okay. And they support one another all the time. You know what I mean? She right, does right. her thing and he does his. I didn't even know they were together until I knew they were together. But, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but and they, they do business together too. But at the same time, like she's right there with him, supporting him. You know, yep. she, she um, for example, I'm not saying this, but she may not be a clubber, but she might be at that club watching her man DJ and, mm -hmm, and, and being mm -hmm, there to wipe mm -hmm. the sweat off of him. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Or if he has an art exhibit, she's right there, the first person at his art exhibit. Yo, let's jump into that for five seconds, because people talk about, you know, in relationships, 
feeling supported and how do you support somebody who's doing their things and what you're saying right now is a really great example of that because there's so many people who are in relationships and because that's quote unquote not their thing they won't accompany their boyfriend or their girlfriend to certain things and then to be quite honest then they trying to figure out, well, why did they cheat or why did they leave them for somebody else? And it was like, well, because, you know, they was looking for you to be this support pillar and you just kept dropping the ball. Like you never came out to, watch, to, to, to see him or listen to him DJ or you never came to watch him play ball or you never came to his, his, his exhibits or to his shoots mm-hmm. or whatever. Like it's eight million things that you could come do, mm-hmm. you know, to his book signing, to his poetry slam, whatever, like open mic night. Mm-hmm. Like people are out here living lives and no matter how much we want to be committed to somebody and and be in this 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 beautiful situation with somebody the fact still remains is my life is my life Mm -hmm. you know and i want you to be a part of that by you being a part of that but like i said it's levels right if they're not ready for that if they're not okay so they might say they're ready for that but then Mm -hmm. they're not ready for that right so if they're not ready for that it's not going to happen I mean, yeah, I, listen, you're not telling me nothing. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I say the same thing. I mean, the problem like, is... Okay, so like with with me, I only can use me as, a, as an example because mm-hmm. I only know me, you know? Right. I'm ready for that. So I would take the extra mile to, to like be there for my man, whoever that special person may be. You understand what I'm saying? I would definitely take the extra mile to support him in whatever he does. Like I'll be his biggest cheerleader. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because I, I don't want to leave opportunity for somebody else to be his biggest cheerleader. No, I'm your cheerleader. I'm your right. best friend. We we haven't we crying on the pillow. You crying on my shoulder, and then we'll wake up like nothing never happened. Nobody knows what's going on, but you're gonna get up and you're gonna do it again. And I'm still gonna be your biggest cheerleader, without any judgment. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But then I also would expect it to be reciprocated. Yeah. You know, but as far as a woman towards a man, like you know, to answer your question, uh, I feel like. Just from what I hear or from what I see, I feel like women think don't think that men need attention. Mm-hmm. And I also You're feel like something real strong right now. I feel like women don't think that men. Uh, I guess everything based is based on attention. Like you know, everything is based on everything attention. Everything is based on attention. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so I want like, I, you know I want you to talk to me. You yes. want me to talk to you. Right. You know, you want me to. Cater to you. I want you to cater to me. Right. That's really what it boils down to. But a lot of women just expect, but they don't know how to give. Right. And and that's so how do they give? Let's talk about that. Like like like, wh- how should they give? How do you give when you're in a position to give? Um. Well, basically, I would be. Um. Well, first we were talking about support. Mm-hmm. I would be that support system. Okay. That that. What, but what does that look like? Like 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 literal like steps. Like what does support look like? What do you do? Like. Are you calling in the morning? Are y'all praying together? Are you at all just things? Listen, like, well, like always, what does it look like? like okay, so. Like, talk us through some of the steps. I w- <laughs> nah, because some people really, like how we're saying people don't really know, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't I don't believe in just constant finger pointing and telling people like, yo, you don't know what y'all doing. Y'all need to get it together. All right, so, and some and, people really want to get it together, but they don't even know where to start. All right. So there's no perfect example, but I will. Nah, not, I'm not looking for a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? Basically, because what you do could work for somebody else. I would sacrifice you know I mean? myself for my man. Okay. That's it. Sacrifice myself for my man and mm-hmm. then vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's just a sacrifice. Like I take myself out the out the I take myself out the element and put him in. Okay. Basic. That's that would be basically it. But d- it depends on the relationship. So if we pray together, we praying together. Mm-hmm. Or I'm mm-hmm. praying for him. Okay. He might not have the energy to pray at the moment, so I'll pray for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, call him throughout the day, see how he doing, send him a a a, a sexy pic or something or or. You know, I don't want to get too naughty, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> whatever makes him happy, I would do my best to oblige that. Right. Or we talk about what makes him happy or what he would like. Like, I, I feel like it starts off with communication. Mm-hmm. It starts off with communication. And that's the big, that's a big thing for me, communication. 
Mm-hmm. Once you communicate, once my man would communicate his likes or his dislikes or what he would like, then I will oblige. Okay. And if I'm not perfect in the beginning, I will work at it. Mm-hmm. And we will work at it together. Okay. Because I can't really say I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that because everybody's different. But no, I, I feel you. like you have to have like a willing heart. You know, and it's sacrifice. It's sometimes you have to sacrifice yourself for your mate. Yeah, and I mean, the crazy thing I think too is a lot of people aren't willing to make those type of moves. Like, you know, they like, you know, you're talking about, um, you know, going to the point of, of your, like, yeah, you say your man, but I'm like, how do you get to that point when you're not willing to even, you know, take a leap of uh, faith or, you know, extend an olive branch while y'all just in the dating phase? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying anybody need to, you know, how you're talking about sacrificing and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, dating is, is, is uh, you know, auditioning for the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, so whether we're dating exclusively or we're not dating exclusively yet, like, realistically, everybody out here got options, B. Like, you know, and that's the problem. Like, I think I used to, like, a lot of women go in there, going to things, knowing how to expect what they want, but not willing to give, mm-hmm. you know. And I can tell you, in my experience, you know, sadly, you know, I, I've run into that where, you know, women are, are not enough. Actually, I've run into an even sad, before I even get into that, I've run into an even sadder version where a lot of women are coming off of a lot of situations where either they did one or two things. Either they learned to not expect anything, so they don't know how to appreciate things, and then now they don't want to give because they were taken advantage of. Or they were so used to expecting all the time and never having to give that now they're in a position where they... A, have to give, and B, want to, they don't even know what it looks like. Or, there's a third. Okay. That's those but I'm just talking about what I run into. Oh, okay. okay. But you can give me the third, though. <laughs> I hope I don't run into whatever this third is, but I'm listening. No, but the third could be, she never had what she deserves. Yeah, that's kind of like she, a combination of no, the No, but she doesn't necessarily have to have been hurt. Nah, but, mm, I mean. You said she's been hurt. And I said, I said more like taking advantage rec- of. But. Right, taking advantage of and don't know how to receive what she deserves. But there's also the individuals that don't know their worth. Yeah, to me, that's in the same bucket, though. I get what okay. you're saying, but that's right. in the same okay. bucket. I got it's it. It's in the okay. same bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because, you know, everybody wants to be supported. But, you know, I think if nothing else, the first layer, if, 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 if nothing else, you don't know what the fuck to do. Is do unto others as you'd have them do to you. All right, so you know, that's like the easiest question. way. You said okay, so before I was talking about in terms of if I was in a relationship, right? Yep, yep. But then you brought up in the the beginning phase, like mm-hmm, the, the friendship mm-hmm. dating phase, right? How do you how do you explain that? Like, how does that work? Like, what is are you doing too much if you call the person every day? Are you doing too little if you don't call the person every day? Explain. How does that work in the beginning stage? Like, what's I mean, wrong? What's right? I don't think there is a blueprint to what's wrong or what's right in every situation. You know, I think but that... But you said you're, they're auditioning. So how do you audition? By being the best version of yourself mm-hmm. at all times. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, but what does that mean? Whatever the fuck it means. That, like, <laughs> like I, I, don't, I can't tell you what it means word for word or mm-hmm. like situation by situation. It's like, yo, realistically... I'm not saying you got to give your all or, you know, until you feel like that's right. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes maybe you do need to give your all, whatever that is. Like, mm-hmm. if, listen, if you want it that bad, you got to give it your all. And if it don't work out, fuck it, keep it moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But also manage yourself where, like, if you feel like you're overextended, like you're doing things and you're not getting the recognition or you're doing things and this person not appreciating or they're not reciprocating, you know, I'd say bring it up. And then if that's not working, they don't make an adjustment or they don't respond favorably, then keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. And then not, you know, you won't be salty. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to be salty. Like, I'm coming off of a situation not too long ago where something like that happened to me. And, you know, I'm effectively over it, but I still talk about it right now because it's a great lesson to learn. Um, 
is that just because you know you're dope and somebody even recognizes that you're dope doesn't mean that they still can fully appreciate it for what it is and reciprocate. Some people, you know, dare I say, just aren't at that level with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they're not on your level, but they're not at that level for themselves. Like some, like how you're saying, like some people don't know how to don't know know what they deserve or mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. Like some people have never, you know, some people have never played at NBA level competition. They've only been, you know, in, in development league and, you know what I mean, like, like college basketball. So now they're in the league, you know, and they, they still stumbling around. And depending on where you at, if you're trying to build a championship team or y'all a lottery team, you know, you may or may not have the time horizon to really be, you know, waiting for this person mm-hmm. to develop. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? And I'm a championship team. I'm a contender every year. You know what I'm saying? So if you're trying to play for me, play with me, you know what I'm saying? This is like when LeBron went to Miami. Like, we, he didn't go to Miami to just go and play ball and put up numbers. Like, you went to win a chip. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to win a chip. You know what I'm saying? I'm still out here, you know, catching oops and going on fast breaks and, break, breaks and dunking on niggas. But, you know... I'm there until we can put together a championship team, and then now we're gonna be doing it together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be throwing me the oops. I'm gonna be throwing you the oops. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's how it goes. You know, but to not get too overblown on this analogy for anybody who doesn't listen or doesn't watch basketball, um, you know, it, 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 you're, we're always in a constant state of trying to find people that are a good match that you know, are willing to put in the same time and energy and effort as you mm-hmm. um, and are willing to adjust to your needs. You know, it, the, the, the key is is the willingness, you know what I'm saying? Because we're not always going to get it right. Like how you said a minute ago, there's no perfect situation, you know. And it's funny because and I'm it like... it takes work. It takes work, you know. And not only are we talking about in, um, you know, romantic relationships, we could talk about, you know, business relationships, you know, your friendships, how we're talking about, you know, your, your, your personal life does suffer while you, you're creating stuff, you know, because I mean, I, I, I promise you, any conversation can always go back to that, that, that willingness, that desire to be supported, to be loved, to be appreciated by, by people, um, you know, and feeling connected. And, you know, we all want to give and get what we give, you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, there's always that recognizing that, you know, some people aren't, as equipped as you are uh, to to give what you need and as you give to them. And then you have to make decisions, you know. Is that enough? Is their effort enough? You know, is what they're trying enough? You know, are they trying, really trying? You know, are they trying to extend themselves and grow? Because some people say, I'm giving my all. Um, And, you know, unfortunately... Sometimes your all is not enough. Wait, for, giving all in a relationship or giving all in their what they're doing? All of the above. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to recognize that your all isn't enough. Sometimes you need to evolve beyond what your all was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody has another tier of greatness in them. It's whether or not they feel like it's worth it to tap into that. You know, your friends that you lost, you know, your homegirl that you told you was telling a story about, you know what I'm saying? She could have adjusted. But like you said, you know, you had another friend that kicked in and was like, you know, she's here and, you know, you, you got to cater to her, but why is she not understanding where you're at and everything you got going on? You know what I mean? And I would, in in, in my heart of hearts, want to believe that, you know, maybe she wasn't a selfish person, not if y'all was friends for so long, mm-hmm. um, but she just hadn't evolved beyond that state of being that she was in where, you know, she she was just in take mode. She wasn't in give mode or she couldn't realize that you needed her now at that moment you know what i'm saying versus her always coming to the well to drink like sometimes you gotta you know you gotta pour water in the well you gotta you gotta, you gotta rain into the well so there's water to come back to mm-hmm. you know what i mean um and that goes with you know those personal relationships even business relationships you know sometimes business relationships can be a little bit one-sided but eventually the, the point is growing your business or your, your your hobby or your craft or whatever it is to a point where things are reciprocal at the very least you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you know, or at least somewhat even, you know what I'm saying? You may not get to a point where you're in a position of power and, you know, you know, from a standpoint of being better than whoever your counterparty is, um, but I that's okay. Don't you don't like have that. to. I don't think it's a such thing as being better. Well, than when I say better, like, I mean, like, as in, like, how you may have come into a situation It might be at a different where, level. 
you know, you're the apprentice mm-hmm. and they're the master, mm-hmm. you know, you may not ever reach a point where you're the master and they're the apprentice. And that's fine. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, a lot but of people see, get caught up in trying to surpass people and surpass things where you really should just be able to go get to a point where maybe you are even with that thing, that entity, that person, mm-hmm. and then go off and do your own thing. Well, are you talking about own... like material? No, I'm just talking about <laughs> like, you know, we can be talking about sales. We can be talking about following. We can mm-hmm. be talking about just growth of your company mm-hmm. or your blog or your brand. Like, you know, sometimes you had somebody who you may have learned a lot from in your early stages. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, too many times we see people when they get on, you know, they forget who helped them. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't think that people forget who helped them. I think there was always this kind of animosity that was festering because they looked at that person at, like, I'm coming for your spot versus saying, you know what? Your spot is your spot. I'm trying to get on the level that you're on in my own slot, in my mm-hmm. own lane. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if people looked at things that way more often, you know, you'd realize that situations are more reciprocal than you think. And you're actually at a point where you don't necessarily have to be better than somebody or at a higher position than somebody to be able to give back or mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, um, make it a situation where everybody's mutually benefiting from it. So, you know, I know we talked about a lot here and we went in a lot of directions, but, <laughs> you know, I, I think the moral of the story, as is every story that, you know, comes across the Dopeness Only podcast, is that, you know, you, you got to give to get, you know, we and, and every, and you know, and sacrifice, you know, and, and, and know it's that it's going to be work, you know, what I'm saying whether you, you, you're working on your blog or you're working on your business or you're working on your relationship or your friendship or things with your family, you know, and, and recognizing that it's worth it or if it's worth it, you know, that you're going to have to put the time in. You know, and, and, and respect that time and respect that process and make sure that you're doing these things with people who are willing to do it with you. Um, so on dope. that note, you know, we're out. <laughs>